Hey everybody, welcome back to Morrison Heights Family Connect. This is the daily podcast of Morrison Heights, except it's not daily anymore, it's weekly. Uh, and we are not at the church today filming, we're filming at Second Harvest. So we're at the missions campus of the church, and our guest today is Dr. Scott Fortenberry. Glad to have you, Scott. Glad Thanks to be here. here, glad to be. Now we're at Second Harvest on a Monday afternoon, which means things are hopping here. Sure. Normally we don't start till six, but it's four o'clock, a little after four, and people are moving through getting sure. getting groceries. So how have things been different during coronavirus? So we started that during the coronavirus. We, we changed our time. We also changed our delivery method. So all of the groceries are being delivered um, through the through car doors. Everything's done outside. Um, they're registering outside. There's somebody calling back inside. So we're doing all that we can to protect people and to protect ourselves uh, in the midst of the as well as being able to meet needs. Yeah, I, I, whenever I help over here, I help in the counseling room. So it's hard to not be doing the counseling. That's one of my favorite parts of, yeah. of Second Harvest, but we can't do it for now. It may be back soon, hopefully. That's right. We're looking at when we kind of relaunch ways that we can take what we've learned from doing what we're doing, as well as adapt to be able to continue doing some of the more ministry aspects of what we do. And so we have a few ideas that we're batting around. We haven't come down to a hard, fast decision, um, but we're, we're trying to figure out the best way to no. include that back in here. And so I see groceries going out, but we're not able to do clothes right now, is right. that right? No clothes, so we're not collecting clothes, nor are we giving away clothes. That's another thing that we're trying to figure out how to incorporate and what the needs are of our clients, what's the best way to have, have that met. And so again, we're batting around ideas. Uh, we have a few that we feel pretty good about. Um, so we're working through that. So you guys have had more clients coming yeah. during second during coronavirus yeah so we probably are averaging between 16 to 20 new clients a day uh, which to put that in perspective we were probably closer to 6 to 10 on a yeah. normal day so our, our new clients are growing as well as our old clients are continuing to come uh, so on most days we're giving away a lot of food yeah uh, I imagine are we, we keeping up with the need for the food uh, yes and no and yes <laughs> and no and yes it comes and it goes and um, it's really amazing the amount of food that comes through this place. Uh, and so I really, at that point, I really want to say thank you. Um, Y'all have responded very well to uh, being able to give outside. We're fixing to get run over by groceries. Thank you, Ms. Vanessa. So um, you've responded well to the bin that's outside the student building uh, and giving to that. We've had neighborhoods that have taken on food drives. Uh, it's been really encouraging because you know, the, the spring, we really do those, those school drives that fuel us through the summer. And so mm -hmm. when, when the school ended, we kind of went, oh, no, what's going to happen? But uh, God's people have responded and responded well. Good. Uh, good job to the RAs for doing food drive. Absolutely. Uh, they, they dropped off some bags at our house, and David was going to take them to our neighbors to get them filled, and then he went to his grandparents' house in New Mexico. <laughs> so I stopped at Walmart on my way here and picked up some groceries. There you go. <laughs> so. Uh, tell us, uh, to, to shift gears away from Second Harvest, uh, appreciate what you guys are doing here. Uh, talk to us about 111 Project, because you're involved in that too. Absolutely. So the 111 Project this year is radically different than anything that we've really done before. Uh, in the past, we have sent students all around the world, and we had students scheduled to do that again this summer. 
but obviously travel was hindered. Um, mm -hmm. A part of our plan this summer, though, was to send nine students to uh, downtown Jackson. They're actually going to stay at Soul City, and they are beginning and doing the prep work uh, on a neighborhood in Jackson where they're, they're looking, scoping, um, and doing a prospectus, preparing the way for a church planner to come in. A, a different kind of church, a, kind of a Soul City kind of church mm -hmm. that will look different. Uh, probably won't be anything like Soul City, but it's going to be something that fits that neighborhood, um, that will be able to serve those needs and ultimately be able to share God's love in the midst of that. So we have nine students. Uh, they actually move in today. Uh, and so met with them earlier today, uh, told them how excited we were, gave them, uh, they got some cool swag that they have, some backpacks and face masks and uh, hand sanitizer, oh, yeah. different things like that. I saw the backpacks. They yeah, cool. yeah. So they yeah. got some some stuff. Nice uh, to to help them on the trip. So people know, most people know, but if you don't, Soul City Church is the church that Scott is pastor of. He and his wife founded that church. How many years ago? So the church has been meeting for about two years. We've been living here for about four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, so next week we're hoping to hear from a couple of the 111 Project students, trying sure. to get them on the podcast and tell us what's going on and everything. So uh, we'll look forward to that. One more thing I wanted to ask you about. Uh, you know uh, Dr. John Perkins, yeah. uh, civil rights leader in Jackson, and uh, come on through, come on through. And I, I heard that he is working on a book and that you're helping uh, with yeah. a portion of that book. So That's it's funny, that. it's his third time that I've heard him say, this is my last book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually turns 90 tomorrow. Wow. Um, so it is becoming one of his last books for sure. Uh, but yeah, he asked me, um, to do a little, an insert, if you will, right, two or three pages. Uh, and so what I'm writing about is the impact and influence that Dr. Perkins has had on my life and the influence that had on how our church continued through the coronavirus and how kind of some of the lessons and things that he had taught allowed us to just continue ministry when it was, it was fairly difficult for many churches to do that. That's great. So Can't wait to see it. Yeah, really excited about it. Speaking of books, one of our previous guests was Terry Dent, and he mentioned a devotional guide that he had written, and we have it. It's available now. If you would like a copy, they are available in the reception desk at the, at the church. So this is Connections by Terry Dent, a collection of thoughts from 2003 to 2004. I'm going to let Marianne through. Come on, Marianne. Uh, let's see, an update on what's going on at the church. We had worship on campus yesterday. Went very well. We had a few more than we had the previous week. And so people ask, how many people are coming? Well, between the three services, it's a little over 400 uh, unique people. Uh, and we're all unique people, right? Uh, no, but by that I mean we, we overlap some because Dr. Greg's in all three. So we had about 400, a little over 400 on campus yesterday. Uh, we opened up the family room in the theater which you've probably heard about, but if not, talk to me or Drew Dabbs about that. It's a place where if you have young children and you don't think they can handle being in the worship service, uh, you can come to the family room in the theater and uh, we'd, we'd welcome them in there. I hope you'll try to come to the worship service. We had several people who started in the worship service and then whenever their kids got too rowdy, they moved over to the family room. That's all good. We love it. It's just a happy place on Sunday mornings. We love having the kids there. Is there an age there. limit on being unruly? Uh, if you're over the age of 99, okay. then uh, you're allowed to stay, even if you get cranky. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what's going on at the church. Uh, hope to see you Sunday, and we're still broadcasting live on Facebook Sundays at 9 a.m. Uh, so join us there as well if you're not ready to be on campus. Um, 
but it, it's it's a good good thing being back together. Thanks for joining us to everybody that has come. Uh, Scott, you want to give us a verse and lead us in prayer sure. to wrap up our episode today? Galatians 6.2 says that when we bear one another's burdens, we fulfill the law of Christ. Whether that's at Second Harvest in your neighborhood, when you look and say, man, there's somebody that's carrying something and you step in, you're fulfilling the law of Christ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your grace and the opportunities that you give us to bear one another's burdens. So Lord, I pray for these students that have uh, offered this, this summer to doing a new work, to breaking ground, to plowing ground. Lord, I, I pray that you give them wisdom and protection. I pray uh, that you give them and you speak to them and they have an encounter with you like, like never before. But Lord, I also pray that they will start something, Lord, that you'll bring to fruition, Lord, that we'll see you do great and mighty things. Lord, I thank you for this ministry happening right here, for the, the many lives, the hundreds of families that we'll touch even here today. And Lord, I, I pray as we do that, Lord, that we're ultimately able to point them to the hope that's only found in you. Lord, I thank you for this church. I thank you for the opportunity we have uh, to love and to gather together. And we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Scott, tell Candace and the kids hello. I will. I uh, hope you and your family are all... Uh, like my family, enjoying some more time together than we normally yeah, get. That's this, right. is, this has been a blessing in that regard. Uh, I do want to remind folks, pray for uh, Terry Burnham. He lost his father, Eugene Burnham, Saturday. Uh, so remember him and his family in prayer. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Uh, I hope that you'll share your photos and videos with the hashtag MHBC together. Thank you for hitting like or for commenting. Uh, we appreciate that. I'm Tim Peabody. This is Morrison Heights Family Connect. We love our family.